0: Hey friends, welcome back to season three of Stars of Learning podcast. And I'm your host, Jyoti G. And this is an exclusive leader spotlight interview with our guest on their insights and experiences. And I'm sure you will have loads of nuggets which will inspire you to take action and also connect with my guest. By the way, friends, if you're joining to this show for the first time, then make sure you also check my previous episode and do subscribe to my channel so you are notified on our upcoming shows. Hey Shipra, welcome back to part two of this episode. And uh, this episode is something like a rapid round to know about the leaders who come on my podcast, Stars of Learning. And these are some personal, powerful questions targeted to know what you do, how you manage your life and, you know, get more insight that will influence my listeners to engage, enlighten and empower. And that's the mission of my podcast too. Are you ready? Yes,
1: absolutely. I'm ready. And you said personal and powerful questions. So now I'm wondering (laughs) what (laughs) kind of questions would that be? But thank you so much once again. And Namaskar to everybody who is listening and watching us.
0: Sure. You don't have to panic at all. It's very insightful questions. So the first powerful question to you, according to you, what is your star moment?
1: So when somebody asks me, you know, people ask me, what is your star moment, Shakra, What is your defining moment? I said, if there was one, I would have shared. There are many. <laughs> <laughs> On top multiple, of your mind. <laughs> yeah, because because see, throughout my life, I have had so many different kind of moments which basically laid foundation to so very different things that have shaped me. Yeah, And yeah. they basically, you know, basically propelled me forward in their own way. So I cannot specifically say that this has been the best moment or this is the one you know, which has pushed me forward. But then I always have a lot of stories to share with people. Like very recently, I've just, uh, you know, completed a program uh, with one of the government organizations, which is a paramilitary organization. And again, I, I, you know, basically came across a moment which was like, you could say a star moment for me. Like even at one, this particular age, I keep having those kind of moments again and again. (laughs) So this... (laughs) so this kind of a moment was that I was like as usual uh, in the morning I was taking my I would say a quick walk so I basically warm up and then I start running and the kind of distance that I'll run on that day two kilometers or five kilometers it's not defined it entirely depends on the mood and if I feel like you know going about it I do more or less so I was walking briskly and suddenly I Thought that there's somebody who is following me. Uh So there was an urge to you know slightly look at the back. And then I told myself, okay, no, no, increase your pace, increase your pace. There's no (laughs) need to look back. So I increased my pace. And then I thought that somebody started running now, you know, to match pace with me. I increased my pace further. I said, okay, now there's competition which is coming up. (laughs) And I was enjoying it, you know. And it's after some time, and this carried on for some two hundred meters. Then I suddenly felt the footsteps, you know, slightly drowning away. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, what happened? You know, that, 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 that magic is going away now. You know? <laughs> and then I looked back. What did I find? I found a small child of nine years of age. who uh... was trying to keep a pace with me. And I was walking very fast. Okay. And that's the point of time I suddenly stopped. And I told my similar, look, this is what happens when you start assuming things. And this is what I tell people. Why did I assume I shouldn't have assumed? And that poor child was trying to pace with me probably was motivated and inspired enough to keep the pace. Maybe I could have slowed down and Mm -hmm. give that child that moment of glory. So I think it came back to me once again, stop assuming. As much as I tell others, don't ever assume. Take every single moment, every single thing you do as a fresh thing, perspective. Mm. And that is what came back to me. So this is the latest one, I can tell you.
0: Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And uh, I think this is, uh, we put a base and it's definitely an eye opener for people to know. Don't assume, you know, there could be many possibilities, you know, uh, exactly. to inspire people. Yeah. So, exactly. so with that note, what inspires you to do everything that you do today, Shipra?
1: if i try to put it in words because again it would become too long i think um, being alive every single day is a huge blessing mm-hmm. so whenever i you know set my foot to do anything i tell myself probably i won't be waking up the next morning if i go to sleep probably that would be my last and it's a blissful rest sleep maybe then i will transcend into some different universe metaverse I don't know whether, you know, there's an afterlife or not because nobody has experienced it, nobody has seen it. But then I tell myself, whatever time I'm here alive in this body, let me make, you know, maximum uh, utilization of it. And that's what keeps me going. So today, if I've got so many hours, so many minutes, so many seconds to perform, maybe let me perform it to my best of my capacities. And the next day will be a new day altogether. So I'll, you know, completely forget this day and start it once again. And Mm. that's what
0: keeps me. Interesting. And I already see a logo of Breathe to Leave behind you. And you are the founder of it. So what, what would you do differently in learning in your company? See,
1: the first thing which I want to do is, I am a co-founder, is we set on an important task of unlearning all the learnings. Mm -hmm. We wanted to unlearn. And because there were a lot of things which we learned uh, through our childhood, particularly uh, associated with yoga. And because our company is on holistic health. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of things, a lot of material, a lot of knowledge, which which has been disseminated over, I would say, different kinds of platforms lot of confusion, a lot of people, you know, proclaiming that they are experts. So they, it's very chaotic outside. So we thought that let us see them and instead of telling ourselves and telling the world that we are the best in this. Let us start you know, unlearning and let us start learning things afresh. And for that, let us try an experiment. Let us go and enroll ourselves to all kinds of training programs that are available, whether online or offline. Let us take them as absolutely new people who don't know even an A, B, C, D or one, two, three of yoga mm-hmm. and then see how much of it comes to us and then utilize it. Mm-hmm. So that is what we started doing. And that is what then finally has helped us in crafting whatever we want to give to our audiences and who is our audience or who are our consumers or who are our customers, literally everybody. Anybody, everybody on this planet who breaches and right now it is human beings only, <laughs> is basically our customer. Is <laughs> basically our customer. So when I, when I say customer, we do not mean a person who is going to purchase our services. When I mean customer, when I say customer is a person who is going to utilize our services, whether you pay or you don't pay, that is a different matter altogether. Mm. That comes later on.
0: Sure, sure. Wonderful. With that note, I know you want to make life easier for people to breathe. So in that note, what are the three most important things you want to achieve right now? Or maybe for this year?
1: <laughs> <laughs> when, I, you know, when I usually answer this question, people don't like the answer. But then I am a candid person. So when people say, what do you want to achieve in life? I say nothing. Hmm. What is going to be your accomplishment? I said, nothing. Mm-hmm. Are you basically you know, living for nothing? There's no purpose in your life. I said, yes, there is. And that is why breed to live is there. We mm-hmm. want people to you know maximize their potential, optimize their systems. We want them to have joyfulness in their life, abundance in their life. We want them to you know, experience peace. We want them to truly you know recognize their capabilities. All these there as a part of professional commitment. When, when you talk to me, what is, what are you looking forward to? What do you want to accomplish in life? I want to accomplish in my life, you know, an inner joy, a sense of inner joy and happiness, which is eternal. And I'm very happy that I've already achieved it. So now whatever happens is, is an add-on. It is an addition. It is like basically transforming other people's life. And as I said, I'm living every single day. So I'm not looking forward to, one year or one decade i'm just looking at that one single day every day so today when we are you know sitting together it's like late in the night so it's almost like the day is over it's the time to you know, basically let your body rest so what am i planning to achieve so whatever i wanted to do as such as a person as a human being i've done that for the day whatever little is remaining is more of a professional commitment which i would complete and that's it
0: very motivating uh, shipra so with that move on now. Uh, my next question is um, this is uh, based on my listeners ask they want to know uh, the strengths of the leader who come on my show so if i may ask you what are your strengths <laughs>
1: this is something which I can readily share because I tell people that these are the three important things which I have otherwise you know I have a lot of vices in me but three important things which I have is integrity yes
0: mm-hmm.
1: discipline yes and commitment okay. I think I, I can easily define myself on all these three attributes I am a person of very high integrity, given a choice of doing things in an easy manner and doing things in the right manner. But they are difficult and challenging. I will always choose the right manner, even though if it is arduous or difficult, no matter what, even if nobody is watching me, no matter what. I I am a person of very, very high integrity. This has come to me because of my upbringing. I don't think I have any iota of contribution into this. Simply (laughs) an upbringing because I was born and brought up in a defense environment. So this was something which was inculcated. Now coming to discipline, this is something which I have realized over a period of time that if you want to achieve something, you need to be very consistent. And to be very consistent, you need to have a certain kind of discipline in yourself. You need to, you know, you may be, you may reward yourself or pamper yourself later on. But at a certain point of time, you have to tell yourself that this is a task and this needs to be done. These a the timelines. And mm-hmm. you have to follow it. You must discipline in whatever fashion you can. Otherwise, you will never achieve. Uniformity, consistency is very important. Mm-hmm. Nobody accomplishes anything. And people... Say a lot of things nowadays that smart work is the best work instead of hard work. Or such kind of people, if you would allow me to say, I said, that is bullshit. (laughs) Look at Neeraj Chopra. He has done a lot of hard work. There is no smart work there. Look at Virat Kohli. There's a lot of hard work. There's no smart work there. Take anybody. If you want to see Narendra Modi, there's a lot of hard work there. There's no smart work there. You want to talk of lately, Eknath Shinde, there's a lot of hard work there. There's no smart work there. If you talk of Ratan Tata, there's a lot of hard work. Whosoever you talk, there's a lot of hard work. So Mm -hmm. nowadays, people are prefer, Ganda is there, you know, only do this much, but do it that way, and that is going to yield result. No. Results come only when you are putting in efforts, and which are very consistent day in, day out, whatever. And the last thing which I want to say is commitment. Once you've committed, once you've said something, you know, respect it. Because if you can't respect it, nobody else is going to. And that is very important. So when I tell myself, nobody turns up for our program, nobody <laughs> is going to watch us. But if I've told myself I need to be ready and I need to be there, I need to be ready and be there. Mm-hmm. So these are the three good values I have. Arrest, As I said, I have ISIS in me. <laughs>
0: interesting and very powerful one uh, shipra so my next question to you what's the best book you have read this year or any time you want to recommend to my listeners
1: <laughs> again as i said maybe listeners are not going to like me, but i'll recommend two different kinds of books Uh, because uh, for adults particularly it's the Wings of Fire that is by uh, Dr. APJ Kalam Mm -hmm. and that's one of the most I would say motivating and inspiring books what is so inspirational about this book is somebody who has faced so many challenges in his Mm -hmm. life and I don't want to talk about him as if he's not there in the past I'm speaking about him as present it was people like him are always you know present with us So somebody who has faced so many challenges in life, but when you read the book, the challenges have been presented as opportunities. Mm -hmm. There's no whining. There is no crying. There is no cribbing. Everything is in that positive shade of light. Had it been somebody's else biopic or something, it would have been, you know, I was born and brought up in life. Still, I did that. Mm -hmm. You do not find that kind of tenor in that book. Nothing of that sort. There is nothing like although, but, and though there.
0: Absolutely. And
1: however there. Mm-hmm. So that is the kind of powerful optimism it presents you. It tells you, if you have challenges, convert them into opportunities. So mm-hmm. I love that. But if you ask me what is my like favorite time reading all the time, so I would say all the children comics, particularly the one which I read in my childhood, like Amar Chitra Katha, Mm-hmm. And you know, Thal, and mm-hmm. they were the best comics because they had a lot of, I would say, goodness inside them. Mm-hmm. And they had some kind of, I would say, teaching and learning for us. Mm-hmm. And it was beautifully presented. Visual presentations were good. All the books which have visual depictions or illustrations are good books. Mm-hmm. Because many of us do not read books because of, you know, too much of, I would say, language into it, too much of prose into it. But if you have depictions, it makes things very, very interesting. Mm. So I simply love those books. So whenever I get an opportunity, any kind of cartoon books or those things, I basically <laughs> like. <them>.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With that note, I should say we can lot learn from looking at the cartoons, like Tom and Jerry exactly yeah uh, Chota so many yeah. things yeah. There are, the people wonder but then it actually rejuvenates it gives you a lot of energy when you look at them and yeah i can resonate with it what gives you see you
1: energy and as because now i'm a business owner it basically makes me you know go into lateral thinking Mm. because once you are into business you're more becoming logical what is the next step and the next step and the next step (laughs) but then there are many times when you are wanting some different kind of solutions and when you read these kind of books it gives you that because they are so very open to experimentation Mm. and that is what you know basically makes you think and come up with new ideas
0: yeah interesting Shipra. Shipra, my next question is on the, uh, you know, uh, the mentor or a coach. So what are the characteristics of the best boss or a role model, or it could be a mentor or a coach you ever had? And what made that person great for you?
1: So I would like to specifically talk about two people. One who has been a quintessential coach or mentor and this is again a person who is basically in a different universe, metaverse, that's my late father, Matyakarnas Satyapal Mabu. I've always look upon him and his teachings and whenever I'm in some fixed situation, some difficult situation, I think, uh, try to think like him. What would have he done in this particular situation? Because he had that kind of, I would say, because he was an army officer, he was a paratrooper commando, OLQ as they say in army lingo, officer-like qualities. So Mm. what are these officer-like qualities? Lead from the front. And how do you lead from the front? You set an example. How do you set an example? Rather than telling people do it, you show them how to do it. And Mm. you're a part of that particular thing. So he was always like that. And he never had to raise his voice. He was very ferocious, he was very fierce when it came to be as a soldier, but at the same time, he was very gentle, very polite, very well mannered, very calm. Mm. So, one cannot imagine the same person, you know, dumb, so he could change into somebody so ferocious, give that kind of, you know, war cry, and, mm. and the next second, he's so calm and tender, as if like he's catering to a small baby or something. <laughs> I think that's a very, very important quality of a leader that you are able to adapt and be very, very flexible. That is one of the things. And as a mentor, you should have the highest level of emotional intelligence. That is empathy. Mm -hmm. If you can recognize your teams or your people's, uh, I would say, thought processes, and then mold them accordingly, it would be a good idea. Second is um, my, I would say, first boss in the company in which I started working. And that was uh, my area sales manager when I was in the pharmaceutical company. And everything he wanted to say, he was like always like bursting and bubbling with laughter. Hmm. It's not that that (laughs) he never used to get angry, but he used to get angry. And then after two or three seconds, there used to be a huge smile on his face, even after becoming angry. You know, he used to scold and then he used to smile. So I learned something so very nice from him that he used to make uh, the atmosphere very amicable, Mm -hmm. very friendly. Mm -hmm. And when he used to mean business, he used to mean business, but he brought in that element of humor and fun. Mm -hmm. I understood a leader does not have to be necessarily morose, Mm -hmm. necessarily upright, always, always the task done. Mm-hmm. And there's an okay, where is your report? Not those old kinds. A leader can always be okay. So that is the kind of stupid report you have made today. <laughs> so you could you could pack it like that and tell you like this. Oh, what a nice <laughs> stupid report you have prepared. <laughs> so I literally learned it from him, you know, you know, giving it to your people in a nice manner, but as they say in Hindi, <laughs> <laughs>
0: you have described great personalities and then uh, especially sales guys they're so stressed out all the time and that humor element and being a laughter guy definitely it would have been a a good energizer for you to be a great mentor thanks thanks for bringing that note uh, shipra shipra are there any tools that you are using on a daily basis to be a better you
1: Yes, uh, my daily tools are basically my feedback system. Okay. And my feedback system comes from people who are my biggest critics. So I basically turn to them. Whenever I feel I've done a good task and nice task, I look up to them because there are other people who are always praising me all the time. And when I look at them, I know that these are the people who are going to be sitting with scanners and microscopes and magnifiers and they'll be finding and they'll be telling me so what's the big deal this is not that great and this is what you always do and this is where it's not that that they want to put me down these are the very same people who I'm talking about these are the very same people when I face my toughest uh, challenges they are the ones who motivate me and they are the ones who tell me okay Shitra, you have faced even the worst things in life this Mm. is nothing in front of you but when it is good for me, when I go back to them, they said this is not good enough. So they are the ones who push me. So this feedback helps me. Whenever I feel, oh God, I've done this much. I've ran that much. This was the time these people will say, you could do even better. <laughs> so they are able to push me. They're able to motivate me to stretch my limits. That is one thing which I do on daily basis. No matter what, I always ask. And, uh, and then I make a note of it. That what can I do? How do I? Because many times I do not get solutions from these people. They're very good at picking up on me, but they don't provide solutions. Mm. But then I search for solutions. And how do I better myself on this thing? Mm. Second is this. I tend to read a lot. Mm. And it's not only books. I love reading a lot of newspaper. I am more of a orthodox kind of a person. So I do not like reading, I would say, uh, the online reading. I like to read and I subscribe to three different newspapers on daily basis. Mm. So two English and one Hindi. That is the one which we get here, the local language.
0: Mm. And I
1: read at least five, six pages on daily basis. I read the editorials. It keeps me acquainted with different kinds of perceptions and opinions people have. Mm. Then I also watch two or three news channels, which basically keeps me abreast of all the latest news happening local, national and global. Mm. So whenever I'm into trainings and talking to people, it makes me, you know, look more knowledgeable than I am, which mm. basically works in my favor. <laughs> so I do that. And the third thing which I do on a daily basis is I always pray, pray in the sense not to like God or something of that it, but a gratitude, which mm. I have developed that because thank you that I'm alive today and giving me so many, so much of time to perform. <laughs> So I
0: practice all these things on daily basis. Interesting. So, so Shipra, these are the tools you are using like a weapon for you to be a better you. Are there any specific habit which you are practicing, which has, you know, made you successful?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to be successful. (laughs) I laugh a lot, I smile a lot and uh, my children tell me mama you're extremely funny
0: mm-hmm. and
1: uh, I listen to music whenever I want I make sure that I take small, small breaks even though if I have to work for long hours I'll take a 10 or 15 minutes break mm-hmm. I'm going to mobilize my body I do not like keep sitting on a chair or, or in one single position because your body gets tired. I tend to hydrate myself a lot. I drink a lot of water. And if possible, then I do drink. Because nutrition is important. So mm-hmm. I drink a lot of nimbupani. Or if I, we have curd, so then I have what you call buttermilk or charge or those kind of things I usually have. I, again, nutrition point of fruits are a good way to keep yourself happy because they have a lot of, I would say, vitamin and nutrients, which are helpful. Mm -hmm. And one habit is this, that every single day I do Surya Namaskar. So this is one thing which I don't forget because it makes you energized. And it's important when you are facing the sun, it makes uh, you, your body releases serotonin, which Mm -hmm. otherwise is not released. Only sunlight and a good amount of sleep makes you uh, get serotonin, which is one of the happiness chemicals. Mm -hmm. So I tend to do that. So these are certain habits which I have inculcated, and I do not uh, tend to eat in a a wrong fashion. It's rare for me to uh, eat in a wrong fashion. Wrong fashion is eating at any time and eating whatever you want, nothing of that sort. I eat whatever I love. There's no regimentation on that, but there's a regimentation on what are the different times that I will eat. I do not eat the entire day. Mm -hmm. So I basically eat only two meals rest of the time I have fruits and other
0: liquids that's it interesting so so Shipra you did mention undone and learn is what you plan for your company but is you're also in the training and you coach many leaders in that context how do you see learning trends going now and in the future
1: See, there are two different kinds of developments which we can see. Uh, There is a lot of, I would say, uh, impetus on the side of gaining certain kinds of certifications nowadays. And uh, people feel very, very good, I would say empowered when they have a certain level of certification. Mm -hmm. And, but my experience tells me, even though if you are certified from a very good body or whatever it is, it doesn't fetch you more business or it doesn't fetch you more credibility. The credibility comes only when you apply whatever you have learned and -hmm. you are able to utilize it. Without that, a simple degree or a certificate doesn't do any kind of good because market out there is like very smart and Mm -hmm. they do not go for these tags. They basically (laughs) want to see your real time exposure and experience, which comes only from your performance. Mm -hmm. That is how it is. This is one of the trends which has really picked up nowadays. Hmm. Because on daily basis, I receive at least 12 or 15 different kind of mails or calls or messages asking me to invest my time, money, energy and resources to, to purchase certain kind of certifications.
0: Hmm. And,
1: and, and they also tell me if I do that, and I'm going to be, become like that, and I will be some kind of crore pati or whatever pati <laughs> you can say, I will become a <laughs> billionaire or millionaire. And they all have earned those kind of, I would say, uh, experiences. They've gained that experiences by sitting and being coached by some top leaders, global leaders. And you've got some 10 battery names of people out there. And they tell you, this is my 25 years of research. And this is my 15 years of research. And whenever people are doing their all motor mouth, because I'm an essentially sales and marketing person, I can see what kind of sales pitch they are using. So mm-hmm. this is one of the trends and it's not a very good trend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to warn people on this. If you want to go for it, please deep dive. Please search a lot. Please do not get, uh, you know, attracted with such kind of advertisements because these are advertisements, right? And, and you may like them initially, but later <laughs> on, you're not going to like. It's like going to the market. You found it so glamorous. You purchased something. After five days, you found it useless. And that is what is going to happen. Mm-hmm. The other trend, which I see, and that is a very, very positive trend is that people want to experiment and learn. Mm-hmm. People are learning by committing mistakes. It's a very good idea. Mm-hmm. I have had people coming to me and said, I want to become a trainer like you. How can I become Now, I don't have the heart to tell them that you will need 25 or 26 years of, you know, slogging like me to become like me. (laughs) Because whatever I am, it's just because of my own experiences that I have become like this. It's not come to me because of two years or three years of hard work. Mm -hmm. But what I understand is their curiosity and their desire to make an impact. Mm -hmm. So then I tell them, go to the grassroots levels and understand the training in its entire context. Do not give into that, I would say, uh, temptation of uh, buying somebody else's presentation and becoming a delivery boy or a delivery girl, like a pizza boy or a pizza girl who has not made the pizza himself or herself. <laughs> that is not going to help you. True. Prepare True. it, <laughs> burn your fingers and <laughs> let your customers shout at you. What have you made? <laughs> Learn from it. And then I can promise you that you'll come up with your own version of some kind of tasty pizza, which is unique and yours only. And nobody can imitate that. The recipe cannot be imitated. Do that.
0: (laughs) Lovely, lovely, Shipra. Okay, Shipra, we have come to an end of this interview. And before I ask you that last question, how can people reach out to you?
1: So people can reach out to me in multiple ways. Uh, let me first start with Breed to Live, the professional platforms. So we are there on LinkedIn, same name, Breed to Live. We are on Facebook, same name, Breed to Live, two different kinds of pages are there, groups are there, Instagram, Breed to Live, YouTube, Breed to Live. And if you want to specifically reach out to me, you can always, you know, WhatsApp message to me because that's one of the best ways I'm available. As I tell all the people that I'm usually busy and occupied. So don't call me. If you send me a WhatsApp message, I'm going to surely respond to it. As and when I read it, you will receive some kind of you know, response, a positive response from me. So do that because that's the easiest and the smartest way to reach out to me. Hmm,
0: interesting. On a closing note and that last question, Shipra, your advice to people who are new and want to accelerate their career.
1: So anybody, whether you're a sports person and uh, whether you are into media, whether you're into education, whether you're an engineer or you're a doctor, and particularly you are into training industry, simply do one thing, work hard and put in efforts. Mm. So whatever is your industry's demand uh, with respect to knowledge, have a very solid knowledge base. If it desires a certain kind of skill sets develop those skill sets. And the best part is this, have the right kind of an attitude to explore all the opportunities. What are opportunities? All the challenges that are waiting to break you. So any challenge that is waiting to break you is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Any difficult thing which is in front of you is an opportunity. Anything that stops you, anything that tries to put you down is an opportunity. Anybody who tells you that you will not good, that is an opportunity again. So Mm -hmm. utilize it, work hard, work hard, work hard. Then only you'll get an opportunity to shine and show your glitter to the world. Mm -hmm. Because I keep telling people that sometimes, you know, we get carried away with so much of market forces which are out there. Everything is so glamorous. Everything is so shiny. But as I say, be advised, all that glitters is definitely not gold because the gold is within you. (laughs) <laughs> so do not go out and try and scout that gold because as is say in Hindi also and in Sanskrit also there is the Mriga. Mriga is a deer. No, it's Kasturi Mriga. Oh. So Kasturi Mriga is basically you know, wandering here and there, helter-skelter. Where is this nice you know, fragrance coming from? Poor deer is unable to realize that that nice fragrance is basically associated and situated at the navel point. Oh. Its own navel point. Mm. So do not, you know, behave as a kasturi Mirga going here and there, wandering here and there. You know, how do I stabilize myself? Where do I get peace? Where do I get joy? How do I get happiness? It's all within you. Mm-hmm. Self-realization is going to take you there. And mm-hmm. How do you self-realize yourself? Meditate. Mm-hmm. And how mm-hmm. do you meditate? Do you simply close your eyes? Do you do fancy things? No, you can simply take a stroll in the nature, just immerse Absorb the beauty of it, smile, like it, and that's it. And <laughs> you will be absolutely in sync with the universe.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Shepra. I think that was a powerful one. And, you know, uh, self-custody uh, was a real takeaway for me in this uh, beautiful one so ladies and gentlemen all the links and resources which we have discussed in this episode will be made available in my show notes page of my podcast Stars of learning also on my website prajvitaknowledge.com that is p-r-a-j-v-i-t-a knowledge.com for the description for more details so thank you so much Shipra for being on the show and sharing all your wisdom and insightful one and everything was so powerful it was like every line was like an anecdote and a punchline inspiring stories unlearned to unlearn to learn lead from front and integrity discipline and commitment and the books were inspiring the way you mentioned about it and the inner joy happiness is eternal that's what uh, uh, you said it's a, that's the calling we should be looking at work hard and do a reverse thinking for wherever we want to achieve uh, yeah and we need to showcase the performance and not ha- just have the certificates we need to get into action and do much more and affirmations is something i liked it uh, what you said i am i am i am when you do that we are able to achieve what we want to do thank you thank you so much for bringing all this to my lovely listeners uh, and definitely this will help them to be inspired and they help them to connect and collaborate with experts like you to gain more insights thank you for that uh, shipra
1: Thank you so much, everybody who's been listening to us and watching us. And it was a pleasure to be here and be a person who's very approachable and accessible like I am, who's a very, you know, next to person, <laughs> not a celebrity, but who can easily come and mingle with the crowd, be like you, be one of you, be natural. That is my own tagline. Be natural, be you. Thank you, everybody.
0: Wonderful. So friends, if you have got any learning or motivated hearing to this episode, then make sure you do tag Shibra and myself and make your friends know about this amazing information you learned today. By the way, I'm always grateful to all my lovely listeners who tunes in and leaves a review on any of the app you are looking at iTunes or a YouTube app. Uh, it will help my podcast grow and I really appreciate your support in that. Once again, thank you so so much for tuning in. Bye for now. Take good care of yourself and be safe and do something engaging, enlightening and empowering. Thank you.